Blog Talk Radio. with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests as well as engineer extraordinaire Nick the Geek and our entire crew here at the Asylum and me, I am reluctantly John Bon Jovial and now here is the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial, Nick the Greek, uh, Nick the Geek. Uh, glad to have you with us today, and welcome all our listeners around the world. First, let me make a quick little apology. We are using a uh, supposed new and improved sound system today, which we have checked out thoroughly, and it worked fine until we started the show. We we're having a couple of technical difficulties, so I hope you will bear with us, one of which was the fact that we still couldn't hear John Bon Jovi will do the introduction, uh, in spite of repeated tests where we could. Uh, thank you anyway, John Bon Jovi. We could hear you in the background, so we know you were actually with us and doing the introduction. And folks listening in, bear with us. We're going to try and uh, get things rolling and keep them going. Uh, also, if you have any comments about the uh, levels or the sound, please feel free to uh, log into our chat room and uh, talk to us about it because this is a little bit of an experiment in progress because of the way the show is produced. We don't have a lot of uh, capability for pre-rehearsals. Uh, remember, this is the show where you and our guests pick the awards. There's no nominating committees, no naming, no phony voting or anything, just simple awards. Somebody does or says something you think is incredibly good or stupid, they get an award. Write us, tell us who you think should get an award and why, and we may use your nomination on the air. We've got a lot going on today, so we want to shout out to some of our friends and be sure to keep your notepads handy because you may want to use these during the show. First and foremost, our sincere congratulations once again to our friends, the Oak Ridge Boys, who last night received the Bob Hope Entertainment Award of Excellence from the Congressional Medal of Honor Foundation. What a tremendous honor. It's the highest entertainment award that the military gives to anyone. The honors just keep on coming in for these four guys who are very deserving of each and every single award they get. And not only the four guys, don't forget that these guys have an entourage that works to help them make the shows the best in the business. So we include their band, their technical people, uh, their road people, their road manager, everybody that works to make the Oak Ridge Boys what they are. We salute you. Congratulations on winning the Bob Hope Entertainment Award of Excellence from the Congressional Medal of Honor Foundation last night. Also, another good friend of ours, Rob Play That Funky Music Parisi, has just come off another successful hoodstock. And if you aren't aware or familiar with it, Rob has set up a scholarship program in his hometown of Mingo Junction, Ohio, for students pursuing a career in music. Hoodstock is his annual fundraising event held this year in Wheeling, West Virginia, because in only its second year, it outgrew the facilities in Mingo Junction. And sadly, Rob announced that 
this year's event that he is retiring from active music performing. So this was the final curtain call for Rob and for Wild Cherry. Their final show, the last time they appear on stage together. And what a fantastic show it was. I'm sure CDs or DVDs or both will be available soon. You can keep in touch with him. Check him out on Facebook. And uh, we'll pass on any information that we get uh, about the uh, CDs, DVDs, and uh, his foundation. The world will miss you, Rob, but you'll never be forgotten. People will be playing that funky music for generations to come one of the most remembered records, pop hits of all time. Also, I want to say hello to Dan Fogel of BFM Radio in Bat Yam, Israel, and to all our followers there and on BFM Radio. Also, a big hello and shout out to Deb Crowell of the Herd Museum in Phoenix, Arizona. And I want to take a moment to wish happy birthday to grandkids, uh, my granddaughter Mackenzie and uh, John Bon Jovial's granddaughter, Elizabeth, both of whom are celebrating birthdays this month. So happy birthday, Mackenzie, and happy birthday, Elizabeth. Also, our first V David Bowers Award goes to another friend of ours, DJ Man Radio out of Mesa, Arizona, who's live online with his own internet radio right now, playing music from most rock and pop genres. DJ man is Jordan Adler, who's a young man who's built his own radio empire out of his home in Mesa and plays new indie artists as well as the name brand music with a minimum of talk. Although he does do occasional interview specials with artists as we do here. And so we take a moment to salute another proud proponent of indie music, J-Man Radio with Jordan Adler out of Mesa, Arizona. You can listen online at, and remember I told you, you might want to keep your pencils handy or your notepads, whatever you're using. Okay, here's the link to J-Man Radio in Mesa, Arizona. MyRadioStream.com slash J-Man Radio AZ. Got that? MyRadioStream.com slash J-Man Radio Arizona. Or I'm sorry, J-Man Radio AZ. Now that we got that straight, the David Bowers Award for, I can't even think of a title for this one. In a recent interview, Miley Cyrus shared her thoughts on Taylor Swift's Bad Blood music video, which features, of course, the pop star's character catastrophe violently battling her enemies. And Cyrus <laughs> says, I don't get the violent revenge thing. That's supposed to be a good example. And I'm a bad role model because I'm running around with my titties out. I'm not sure how titties are worse than guns. You got to love it. Miley Cyrus, the role model. Anyway, yeah. today, moving you know, right along, we got some you know, great David, guests. I, I, I got th to think about this. Titties, guns, t I, I don't know which one to pick. Yeah, I know. One, which one is more it's dangerous? Almost like playing, it's almost like playing titty bingo. It makes me wish I had, you know, it makes me wish my kids were real young still so they could have a, you know, a role model like Miley Cyrus. Hey, oh, moving yeah. right along now. We got some great guests. We've got, of course, great music. A lot of people and a lot of music to go, so let's get right to it. Remember, if you've got someone or something you think deserves an award, email me, david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line, and be sure to log into our Blog Talk Radio chat room. Remember, you can call in and talk with us and our guests at 347-945-7137. Don't forget, tweet your comments and, hashtag, your comments and any questions if you want. 
at hashtag TDBA, as in the David Bowers Awards. And John Bon Jovial, over to you. What do you got for us? Yes, sir. Well, we just want to remind everybody that you can call into the David Bowers Awards at area code 347-945-7137. Again, that is area code 347-945-7137. Or you can log into our chat room on Blog Talk Radio and go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the David Bowers. But if you're listening, you know you're already there. Uh, to, you can talk to our guests, you can talk to us, you can ask questions to us or to yourselves, I, it doesn't matter, you know, we're, 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 we're pretty flexible when it comes to that stuff. But coming up right now on the David Bowers Awards, I, I think that Mr. Bowers is about to tell us what is coming up next. Well, I certainly will be more than happy to do that. We've got all kinds of things coming up next. But first, an act we've been really, really excited about having on the show. And we're hoping that we can get the uh, phone connection in between here and the Ukraine because we want to be able to talk to uh, Sergey and, uh, and the band if they're available. But we have from the Ukraine, which... If you're not familiar with uh, the world today and uh, geography, Ukraine uh, the U is a former part of the old Soviet Union that uh, we learned about growing up. And now they are somewhat independent, although present-day Russia has some uh, desires to reincorporate them. But they I are think over there. Putin might have a difference of opinion there. Yeah, I, definitely, he definitely does, and they have a lot of problems yeah. going on, not the least of which is there is armed conflict going on there right now. And uh, I spoke with uh, Sergei of uh, uh, Yellow Dog yesterday uh, in length, and he said that he is about 300 kilometers from the actual fighting that is, in fact, going on in his country right now. And we hope to have him on the air with us any minute. Uh, I know Nick, our engineer, is working to see if we can get that phone connection worked out. In the meantime, what we are going to do is we are going to play one of their songs for you. And here it is from the Ukraine. This is a rock group known as Yellow Dog and a song called Unrealized Ambitions. I 
There you have it. Unrealized ambitions. That's Yellow Dog from the Ukraine. And I understand we are still having a little bit of difficulty uh, connecting with uh, with Sergey. And uh, we'll let Nick work on that. John Bon Jovial, are you with me here? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Actually, I just uh, I just contacted Sergey uh, via uh, Facebook uh, Instant Messenger. And he's having a difficult time uh, finding the particular Skype icon on the uh, the desktop uh, of uh, of our website for him to go to. So Sergey, I, I know you're listening, and uh, so I'm going to send this particular message out to you right now. I want you to go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the David Bowers, uh, and once you get there, you will see an icon. It should be right around the window player. Uh, you'll see a link for today's show. Click on that, and then once you see that link, then uh, you'll, you should see the Skype icon. So we're going to keep stretching here, waiting for you to join us. Uh, <laughs> David, I, 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 I know he's listening because, again, like I said, I just spoke with him via Facebook a minute ago. Um, and, uh, so, uh, that we're, we're, we're just going to try to wait for him to try to establish connection uh, with us. 
As I said, I, I got to uh, I got to talk with Sergey for about oh, over a half hour yesterday. Uh, we talked on Skype, and uh, really an interesting and fun person to get to know. I'm sure that our listeners would love to uh, to hear him and uh, to talk with him. And we're hoping that we'll uh, be able to make connections here, or Nick can maybe work it backwards from our studio to him in the Ukraine. He is, uh, as I said, he's about 300 kilometers from where the strife is in his country right now. And in talking with him, he said it's definitely, it definitely has an effect on the band, on the members individually, and of course it would. But he said that occasionally uh, the the strife pops up in his town, uh, and even though that's quite far from the, the front lines. Uh, the, he said occasionally there is, uh, there is shooting that pops up in his town, which makes it rather, you know, rather uneasy. I mean, you see this on the news all the time about uh, the, the Ukraine in particular and different trouble spots around the world. And uh, it seems to hit a little bit closer to home when you actually talk with someone who is living that life and experiencing that kind of uh, that kind of a situation like you can only imagine what it must be like and of course this does impact the band and their ability to go out and play to the public uh, because I, I'm, I'm sure there are limited facilities, limited venues available for them to go and appear in. And uh, it has also made it difficult for them to get out of the country and, uh, for example, tour into uh, Europe or anywhere else for that matter. But Europe is, you know, just so to speak, down the road a ways. And uh, it's, it's difficult for them to even get out of the country and, uh, and play in Europe. Although I know that uh, from talking to Sergey, I know that he would love to uh, to actually uh, uh, get out and come over to the U.S. He he wants to go to New York City. He wants to go to uh, uh, the U.K. He would like to play there, and uh, we'd love to have him too. We also I, I can tell you this, even though they don't have. Uh, a means for you to buy their music right now. And of course, we always encourage people to buy the artist's music, especially directly from the artist if they can. But they do have music on their uh, YouTube channel. So you will be able to go to Yellow Dog from the Ukraine on the YouTube uh, channel of theirs and uh, hear more of their music than uh, we'll get a chance to play here today. John Bon Jovial, your thoughts. Uh, yes, I, I, you know, I agree with you completely. I'm still in touch uh, with Sergey, and he. Uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm getting his email address from him, and I'm going to send him an invite uh, out over Blog oh, the Talk invitation Radio. Link. Yeah, yeah. We're, going to use, we're going to try the invitation module, which is something brand new to Blog Talk Radio, and we're going to try that and see how that works. Uh, is uh, you know we. Uh, Something has happened. I myself went to the uh, the player page for the David Bowers Awards, and that uh, Skype icon is gone. So apparently, Blog Talk Radio has made a change. Uh, yes, that, they're new. Uh, uh, they're unknown new. to me. Yeah, the new platform that they have, and uh, I noticed this when we did our test program last week, uh, the new platform has a direct connect link. They no longer have the Skype link. Now, you can dial in manually with Skype by calling area code 347 
945-7137. But as far as being on the show, uh, the way they have it set up, you can click the direct connect link on our blog talk radio page, and that will connect you directly with the show. So there are still two ways. You can still Skype in, but the difference is the new direct connect is a hi-fi connection where the old Skype connection is uh, what we refer to as lo-fi. So that is the difference, in fact. And uh, that is why there's no longer a Skype icon on the Blog Talk radio page. So to clarify, if I've thoroughly confused you, to clarify, there is a direct connect link on our Blog Talk radio page. If you click that, you will be connected to our show in hi-fi. If you do not have access uh, to direct connect to our Blog Talk radio page, you can Skype to us. And again, I'll give you the phone number in a sec so you can get your pencils there. Uh, you can call us on a telephone or Skype to us at area code 347 and you will be directed directly to our switchboard and we'll be able to uh, to talk with you and you with us and so on. So we'll keep our fingers crossed that we get to talk to Sergey. And what I'm gonna do while we're waiting to uh, make sure we get all our music in, I'm going to play the second song, which I usually use to close out the interview segment. I'm gonna play their second song because this is, a, uh, this is gonna be a little bit unique for you. This will be the first time you've heard classic rock in Russian, okay? Lyrics to this are in Russian. This is a Russian for a song of theirs. It's called With You and Without You. Sergei told me how to say it in Russian and I won't even try because <laughs> uh, my Russian, I would have to work on an awful long time before I could say anything in Russian besides da and nyet. So here it yeah, is, think, this I is yellow. I, I no, go ahead. Go ahead. My thought was inconsequential. You go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My Russian would be inconsequential, too, I think, although it might start an international incident. You never know. Anyway, this is Yellow Dog. It's called With You and Without You. Не подняться, не упасть, не украсть чужие сны, у
спасти, не спасти. Многоточие меряя, расстояние до тебя. There you have it. With you and without you, that's Yellow Dog from the Ukraine. And we succeeded. We've managed to make connection. And ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed my pleasure and an honor for me to present to you, live from the Ukraine, the leader of Yellow Dog, Sergey. Come in, Sergey. Hello, David. Hello, Sergey. So great to have you with us today. I'm glad we were able to get the connection made. How are things with you today? Finally, we got it. We got it. We got it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have you with us, and uh, we love your music. And tell us a little bit about the band and your music. Tell us about Yellow Dog and your music. Oh, first of all, I want to uh, say uh, hello, America. Hello, everyone who can hear us now. And first of all, I want to say thank you, David, for a magic chance uh, for Yellow Dog to cross the ocean with airways and represent our music to American listeners. Well, you're uh, more than welcome. Uh, 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 what the question was... <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us, please, uh, about your band and your music. Oh, it will be difficult to tell a little. So if uh, if someone of you guys will wake up tomorrow and hear my voice, uh, don't be surprised, because we are twenty-three years old. I mean, uh, Yellow Dog is uh, twenty-three years old. So you've been a band for 23 years now. Yeah, uh, Yellow Dog was formed uh, with uh, when I was a student in 1992. 
Oh my gosh, congratulations. It was time of the Soviet Union's end. Uh, right. And, and me and my friends uh, realized that we want to play wonderful music that we was uh, that was so hard to find in, uh, in discs uh, in the USSR. The Beatles, The Doors, Led Zeppelin, Hendrix, uh, and many others. And we wanted to... Uh, uh, our music sounds in English. We tried and we liked it. As, uh, for my friends, it remained uh, the students' years hobby. Uh, but I still can't stop. <laughs> uh, uh, so no one of these, of those guys now play in the band, only me. But now I play with uh, wonderful professionals. Igor Shalda, uh, <laughs> he is uh, right here now. Uh, my friend uh, and fantastic guitarist, a man whom I can always count in my life. Uh, we write together all materials for the band. I love to work, uh, to work with him. We have good understanding. Sometimes it is even scary, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> John and I have been working together for uh, off and on for about 40 years, and I know exactly what you're talking about. You get wow. to a point where you where you know each other, and you know how someone how how the other guy is going to react to something. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So we also play with a great drummer, Sergei Zui, uh, and you can hear it. <laughs> we know each other uh, each other from our childhood with Sergei Zui. We attended to the same school and lived in the same building. And he has been played in the band since 1993. So he is also a veteran of uh, the band. For now, the job of bassist is uh, currently vacant. Uh, <laughs> we, at the moment, uh, mm, are in, at the beginning of a great changes. So that's, well, that's, that's yeah, no, that's that's terrific. I'm, I'm, Sergey, I want to compliment you on your English. It's really, it's incredible. Oh, I wish I, I wish you. I could speak. I wish I could speak Russian. Um, <laughs> with with exactly. the same expertise. I mean, I basically all I know is "nyet da" and "dasri danya," and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> so, what, so, what can I say, guys? <laughs> I want to be better. <laughs> well, you know, you're 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 great, I, David. I was explaining to uh, Sergey when I was talking to him on the private channel that in the United States we have an expression for music that really moves your soul, that really gets you dancing, that really gets you moving. And that is that his music kicks ass, and then I got to tell you, Sergey, your music kicks some major ass. It is very, very excellent. It's great. Thank you. It's obvious. It's obvious that you guys are definitely pros. I want to take just a second because I see our next guest is online, uh, Deborah from the Cherry Blue Stones. Uh, Deb. We're going to be with you shortly. We had a little trouble getting connected with uh, Sergey in the Ukraine, so we're running a little bit behind, but uh, we want to make sure we have time to talk with both of you. So be patient. I appreciate your patience, Deb. And uh, Sergey, yes. we, we all know that the situation in your country is kind of perilous. It's, it's really turmoil. 
how does this affect you? I mean, I talked about it while we were trying to connect, but tell us in your own words, how does this affect uh, you guys in the band? So, David, uh, what can I say? It is very difficult to talk about it. There is a war in my country, you know. And every day people are dying, my people, people of my country. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to not talk uh, much about it. Uh, it's too painful for me. No, that's uh, we, we understand. We understand we, that. We just, we just, we, we all just want to stop it. Absolutely, I agree. It, I, I, we know what you mean. Even though we in America have been blessed with not having had a war fought in our country in a long, long time, uh, we do understand a little bit. I mean, no one can really know what you're going through, but we do understand a little bit what it is to. Uh, to be torn up like that. And we appreciate you taking the time to come and share with us here today. What what kind of plans do you have? Where would you like to go with the band? What would you like to do with them? Mm, plans. <laughs> to have a gig in New York City, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I alluded to that from our, from our conversation from when we talked yesterday uh, while we were waiting to connect with you. I did mention the fact that you had said you would love to play the uh, United States in New York City specifically, and I believe you also said you'd like to play the UK. Oh, well, I hope we can cross the, all the borders. Okay. That David, would be wonderful. I, I need to, yeah, David, I need to interrupt for just a second. I just sure. got a message from uh, Deborah G of the uh, Cherry Blue Storms, and um, we made a mistake and uh, referred to the name of their band uh, incorrectly. And uh, uh, Deb, I do apologize for that. It is the cherry blue storms that are going to be coming up, and I said it differently, so we just want everybody to know it's the cherry blue storms, not that other thing that I put in somebody's mind. So, Oh, uh, oh okay. I, I was going to ask you, uh, when you said we made a mistake, if I had made the mistake, I'm sure when I hear the playback... No, no, the I, was, no I, I, I put it on the console incorrectly, so Deborah, uh, this is John, and I do apologize for that. And uh, <laughs> Okay, Sergey, let's continue. Uh, again, I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting there. Okay, okay, That's, I'm here. Okay, now, before we let you go, Sergey, uh, it has been a pleasure talking with you here today and sharing your music. Uh, tell us the tell us the feel you have for the music that has allowed you in your country removed from the mainstream music and not being able to get to it like the rest of us can. Tell us how you were able to get the feel to create this great rock music. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere the, around the, me. The, uh, the, around the, me. The, the influences in your life have... Uh, can you think of any one particular influence uh, or something that really affected you in your life that has helped you create uh, the music for Yellow Dog? Life, friends, love, um, something happens in my life and uh, I think about it and then I write songs. Uh, I don't know how to explain you. 
You do a good job. You, you you do a good job explaining, and and we do get the idea. Uh, you you you've been able to hear uh, some of the music, and you have taken, <clears throat> excuse me, things that have happened in your life and things that you feel. It, it it's just that it's a feeling, and you adapt it to the rock music, and you do a wonderful job, Sergey. Last thing before we let you go, I want to ask you a favor. Will you come back and visit us again? Sure, sure, David. <laughs> Great, we'd love to have you. And uh, uh, it's out of questions, you know, it's out of questions. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Sergey. To you, you and all the guys in your band, we love you, and we love being able to share your music. Keep it coming. Be sure and post it up to uh, to your YouTube channel so the rest of the world gets to hear it too. And we'll look forward to having you back here again. Okay, Sergey. Thank you. Thank you very much. Maybe next time we will play our music right online. Oh, that that'd be, be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Sergey, thank you so very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Sergey Evushkin and the band Yellow Dog, live from the UK. Uh, from the Ukraine, I mean. <laughs> Here we go. And we thank Sergey and the band so much. It's wonderful to be able to uh, to share them with you and to share your love for rock and music in general with uh, with these young men from uh, the Ukraine. Wonderful, exciting thing to have happen on the show. And I do really look forward to having having them come back. I want to uh, be sure and remind you that if uh, you are a, if you are an indie artist or if you know of an artist who should have a guest shot on the show you think should be considered to be a guest all you have to do bands and artists send an epk to me at david at the davidbowers.com along with your current bio put guest in the subject line and our guys will review them and select our future guests from the entry so if uh, you'd like to be on the show that's how easy it is and uh, here's your chance you could be our next indie find don't forget our win a free mix by Stuart Epps contest. Stuart Epps, one of the preeminent rock producers in the world. His list of people that he has worked with the reads like a uh, reads like a rock and roll hall of fame all by itself. And he is going to choose from all the people who enter our competition. He's going to choose one artist and do a free mix for them. Here's your chance. Win a free mix from a professional, Stuart Epps. It's open to all indie artists with original music. Simply send us your MP3 original demo and Grammy winning producer Stuart Epps himself will select the winner to receive a totally free mix by him. Think that what that'll look like on your bio next, huh? Let's show that out. I had my mix done by Stuart Epps. Complete details are available on our win a free mix link at thedavidbowers.com. So enter today. Next up, another indie find for us. This one from a little bit closer to home. We're going to have them next. And first, we're going to turn things over to John Bon Jovial, who has a message for us. Yes, sir. I certainly do. 
Uh, and again, my personal thanks to Sergey as well. Great music. Uh, don't forget, uh, we want to remind you to, uh, you know, that you can award yourself. Yes, you can. You can award yourself the official The David Bowers Awards t-shirts. These are the only official t-shirts of The David Bowers Awards, and they're available only on our website at thedavidbowers.com. We keep the price down by taking absolutely no profit from them whatsoever. They are strictly for our fans and followers. They're high-quality tees in black and white, ladies' or men's sizes. So please, order now. Order today. Order tomorrow. Order often. Order free. Frequently, they're still just $14.30. Order now. The only place you can find them, www.thedavidbowers.com. And please, don't forget to tweet your comments about the David Bowers Awards to hashtag TDBA. Up next, David. Oh, thank you so very much there. Up next, we have uh, coming in directly... Well, actually, not directly from uh, there, from uh, suburban, I believe, if I remember correctly, it's Encino, suburban Los Angeles, California. And uh, I believe, again, if I'm correct, that they are on the road today. So let's bring in the Cherry Blue Storms. And uh, first, we're going to play a thing called Dear Prudence, ladies and gentlemen, the Cherry Blue Storms. Won't you come out to play? Dear Prudence, greet the brand new day. The sun is up, the sky is blue, it's beautiful, and so are you. Won't you come out to play? The 
Okay, that was uh, Deborah G. and the Cherry Blue Storms with uh, a very, very nice cover of the Beatles' uh, Dear Prudence. David, are you back with us? Yes, are you not hearing me? Oh, we hear you just fine. Uh, Deborah G., are you there? I'm here, and so is Glenn Lachlan. Hello, Deb. Hello, Glenn. Uh, Thank you, John. Actually, I was there talking at the end of the song, so I'm not sure what happened, but uh, for some reason you weren't hearing me. Deborah, thank you for joining us today, and thank you also for your patience because we're a little behind schedule here. How are you doing out there today? Well, we're doing just fine and dandy. <laughs> I guess you're, you're on the road in Washington, if I remember correctly, right? No. Okay. (laughs) Right. I was wrong there. I don't know where I got that idea from. I thought uh, I thought you. I don't know, but it sounds good. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's get things straight. Playing the arena in Seattle, Washington. (laughs) Put me straight now. Where are you? Um, we we have a day off. We're at home, actually. Oh, Studio City. Our PO box is in Encino, but we live in Studio City. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I've spent some time in uh, in Studio City. Been through there. As a matter of fact, I had a uh, I had a one of my uh, fun non music meetings uh, was in uh, Studio City with a gentleman that I got to meet several times, and uh, his name was Clayton Moore, better remembered as the Lone Ranger. I met him over there uh, one time several years ago. Um, nice, nice place to go. I love it there. Uh, so, tell us about the Cherry Blue Storms. Okay. What do you want? You want to start with this one, Gwen? Sure. I'd be happy to. Well, the, the Cherry Blue Storms is uh, a band that Deborah and I formed. Uh, I w- have a studio, and I was recording Deborah's solo material. And as we collaborated more and more, we decided to form a band. Uh, and that's the Cherry Blue Storms. And uh, later on, we got drummer Mark Francis White. Uh, and uh, recently we added uh, bass player Ben Satori. 
All right. Now you have a uh, you have a, a a little bit of a uh, unique perspective on music because I've heard your I've heard your music referred to in several different ways, including uh, a, a bit retro, uh, a touch of British influence. Uh, what do you consider? What do you consider what you do? Well, I, I think most artists kind of rankle at, at labels. Uh, I, I don't mind them insofar as they bring people to, you know, get get some clue of what kind of thing we do. I mean, if people are into heavy metal, we're certainly not that, and they're going to know and right. elsewhere, you know. But um, you know, Brit pop, uh, Brit pop influenced uh, power pop, progressive pop. Uh, you know, we psychedelic pop, mod. We we have a lot of of influences. I think um, you know we we have a lot of '60s style and um, influences that we wear on our sleeve, but we don't sound anything like a band that actually came from the '60s. We've we have other influences that are brought to bear, particularly some of the '90s bands that were also influenced by '60s: the Stone Roses, Oasis, the Charlatans, uh, Shack, uh, Supergrass, etc. Well, I do agree with you about the labeling. Unfortunately, it's a uh, it's a rock and a hard place situation because th there has to be a certain degree of labeling, as you said, so that people can identify, and uh, also because of the way uh, because of the way music radio is set up, there there has to be a little labeling there too. So we do tend to uh, we do tend to label and sometimes get carried away doing it. Now, you guys have been together how long? Well, Deborah and I have been working together probably about 10 years. I think the, the Cherry Blue Storms uh, in the present form have pretty much been together since 2007, shortly before uh, we released uh, Transit of Venus, which was our first album. Right. And you're speaking of albums. What are your plans along those lines? You got a, uh, you got anything new you're working on or looking forward to working on? Yeah, well, actually, we're we're um, we just finished uh, our next single. We have our first vinyl seven-inch single that we're putting out, uh, which uh, you just played, "Dear Prudence." That's the B-side, uh, and after that, we're we're already working on our third album. Um, the yeah, see no see no evil is the A-side of our single uh, right. that's coming very shortly, and then. And then Whirly Gig will probably come out early next year. Oh, great. Yes, we will be playing, by the way, for our listeners' information, we'll be playing the A-side of that, the See No Evil track, uh, after we talk with uh, Deborah and Glenn a little bit more here. So you have that coming out, that to look forward to, and maybe we can get you to come back here and uh, uh, before the next one comes out and play us a couple of tracks. That would be great. We'd love to have you. Now, I spent uh, I spent a lot of years out there in Southern California, and uh, how you've had some crazy weather lately. You've had some heat. You've had some downpours. What's it like out there today? Oh, it's it's a gorgeous, perfect, uh, you know, stereotypical LA day today. It's just uh, oh. it's warm, but not too hot, and uh, it's clear and sunny, and it's it's very nice. You know, one of those days that draws too many people to Southern California. I know what you mean. <laughs> I remember growing up as a kid up in upstate New York watching the uh, Rose Parade on New Year's Day, and we're all freezing our fingers off, and I'm looking at that saying, 
that can't be real. <laughs> then I got to go to it and found out, yes, folks, it is very real. So I envy you that. It's a, Southern California is one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's a, People think of that like they do back east. They think of Southern California. They think of Los Angeles. Uh, like when they think of New York, they think of New York City. Believe me, there is so much more to Southern California than just Los Angeles. Well, that, that's uh, true. And one of the nice things about L.A. is that you, know, you can uh, go to mountains or lakes or rivers or desert or ocean um, you know, with a relatively short drive uh, from, from the urban center. Uh, it's, uh, you have a lot of, a lot of options. So there, you know, all, all the, the advantages and disadvantages of, the, of a huge city, uh, but you also have uh, all of these other uh, geographical landmarks all around you. Exactly. Uh, I know when when I was out there, uh, one of the standing lines was you could snow ski and water ski the same day. And that is true. You can actually, you might have to hustle a little bit to do it. And uh, traffic on the freeways might slow you down a little, but uh, you can actually snow ski and water ski in the same day at the right time of year. Um, where, where do you play out there now? You've got to be doing some live gigs. You doing any touring? Um, well, we, we just played the Orange County Fair uh, this, uh, this week. Um, we also played uh, International Pop Overthrow, uh, which uh, has uh, different venues, and the venue we played at was Molly Malone's uh, just the week before. Uh, we're going to be there again at the end of the month, uh, opening for um, or a special guest of uh, Pugwash, which is an Irish band that's getting a lot of buzz in our general neck of the musical woods um we're also playing with them the, the day before in san diego um and then we go up north we're playing uh, half moon bay berkeley fresno and san luis obispo um next month fantastic that's great you uh, any plans to spread out and cover a little more of the country we did a lot of that last year um well you want to <clears throat> well we aren't doing we aren't doing any more this year as far as the rest of the country, but we did a bit of that last year. So to promote the next record, right, we'll do right. it. We'll. John Bon Jovi, you're sitting there awful quiet. You must have something to say. Well, yeah, a couple of questions. Uh, I guess first one's either a yes or no question, but when you guys do go out and uh, do some touring, do you plan on coming to either Arizona or Florida? We'll we'll definitely go to Arizona. That's that that's one of our uh, hot spots that we like. Um, we did that last year, probably three times, and we'll be back there again. I don't know if we'll make it back there this year, but we may. It just depends on what comes up. We'll see what's in the well, cards for that. You gotta you gotta let us know because we would uh, you know we'd love to see you play live. But the other question that I have that uh, I and correct me if this has been touched on, and I don't think it has yet, but what is the inspiration behind the name Cherry Blue Storms? Uh, I'll take that one. I'm a, I'm a huge Bebop Deluxe fan, which is, uh, they're a band from the 70s, uh, not, not, right. not at all uh, 60s oriented or anything, but uh, I'm a huge fan of theirs, and they have a, a somewhat obscure song called Future, uh, Futurist Manifesto. And uh, it uses the William Burroughs cut-up method, um, you know, where they just take different phrases and randomly put them into the song. 
And uh, one of the phrases was, uh, watch those royal and cherry blue storms. And for some reason, that phrase always stuck in my head. And, and uh, for a kind of psych mod British type rock band, uh, it, it just seemed to suit us. And uh, we'd been through a couple of other names, and, and uh, that's the one that stuck. I'm glad you asked that question, John. I was uh, I was going to ask that myself because it is a uh, it is an unusual name, and I found from experience that uh, a lot of times the stories behind bands' names are really worth spending some time in going over. Thank you for asking, and uh, thank you, Glenn, for answering. And we're going to be playing the other side of your new, the A side of your new release. So before we do, before we let you go, first I'd like to say. Thank you so much for being with us today. Please tell the folks how they can find and buy your music. Uh, I think the, the easiest thing to remember would be uh, uh, www.thecherrybluestorms.com. Uh, they can go onto our website, and there are a number of choices how they can find our music uh, through the website or on iTunes, uh, CD Baby, Amazon, uh, a lot of, lot of the, the usual venues, Bandcamp. Uh, they can they can find our our record in all the usual places, uh, and they can also find out more information about the band, see some photos, and uh, get in contact with us if they like. Fantastic! So now everybody knows. Yes, Deborah. I just want to add also for those of your listeners that uh, sign up at our website to get information on the band, they'll get a free download of a song. Fantastic. There you go, listeners. Sign up, get uh, sign up for their newsletter, get a free download of uh, music from the Cherry Blue Storms. Tell us now about See No Evil. Oh, See No Evil is an unusual song for us uh, in that uh, usually our, our writing process is quite quick. Um, but this that's a song that's gone through a lot of different uh, uh, manifestations and uh it surfaced again, and we finished it off, and, and we were quite happy with it, enough so that we decided to make an A-side of a, a single out of it. Uh, and um, I don't know what, what else to say about it. You just have to hear it. And, well, let's just go ahead and do that. Thank you so much, Deborah and Glenn, for joining us here today, spending some time on your day off talking about your job. And... Uh, we love you for coming by. Look forward to having you come back when your new release is ready. In the meantime, here's your next release, the A-side from the Cherry Blue Storms. It's called See No Evil.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Cherry Blue Storms, and we'd like to thank Deborah and Glenn for being with us this afternoon and for sharing uh, some time on their day off, which in this business can get kind of hectic. We really appreciate it. Look forward to having them back again. You know how to find their music, find out more about them. Please do, as we encourage you always to check out our guests online uh, at their sites, uh, Facebook, Reverb Nation, Twitter, wherever they are and wherever you frequent. Be sure to follow up on them. And hey, tell them you like their music. Tell them what you think. And uh, of course, bottom line is always buy their music. John Bon Jovial. Yeah, I would say that was definitely worthy of an A side. That was a nice song. Very nice. It song was. Indeed. Interesting yeah. sound, too. Yeah. Well, we're going to pay a bill here for a moment or two. Folks, you know, I, I don't have to tell you. Computers can be a royal pain in the ass sometimes, and we all know that, we all understand that, but they don't have to be. Usually when they or they're ornery and you uh, want to you know, go through an exercise in anger management because your computer's just pissing you off to no end, it's probably because it has a virus or it has been attacked by some form of malware. Uh, the folks at Computer Help 
USA in Naples, Florida are able and most capable of handling all of these issues and getting your computer back to running showroom new again. And uh, it can be done very reasonable. Uh, very reasonably in most cases. Uh, there are some extreme cases where some major surgery needs to be done, but usually that doesn't, uh, that's not the case. Computer Help USA. Yes, uh, we're located in Naples, Florida, but we can help you out nationwide and worldwide through remote access. As long as you can get online, we can get into your computer with your permission, of course, and uh, help you solve a lot of these problems that you may have on problems that you may not even be aware uh, may not be aware that you have. Computer Help USA been around since 1998 helping people with computer problems. Viruses have become the mainstay of the business because they're so prevalent today. But we still do a lot of other things, networking, new equipment sales, used equipment sales. Um, but security, that's the name of the game. And uh, data protection, well, you know, data integrity is next to godliness. Uh, we, we really want to make sure that you never, ever lose anything on your computer. So if you're having problems with your computer in any way, shape, or form, Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida. If you're local, come on by and see us. We're on JNC Boulevard. Uh, if you're elsewhere in the country, just give us a call. The phone number is area code 239-596-6112. You can find us on the web at www.comphelpusa.com, or you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, you can go to facebook.com uh, forward slash computerhelpusa. David? Well, thank you very much. I was going to mention that. Be sure and uh, follow uh, Computer Help USA on Twitter and or Facebook uh, because they uh, constantly post some of the latest information and uh, computer technology and IT work in general, whether it's computers, phones, whatever, uh, they stay on top of it and try to share with you some of the latest things happening, uh, new releases, uh, patches, bugs that are going around, whatever. Uh, you can stay up to date on them all in one place at Computer Help USA, either Facebook or Twitter. I get this feeling I'm losing my voice today for some reason, but hey, forward we move on. We've got a, we've still got Mr. Robin McNamara coming up, but first we're going to have another installment of Rockstar 101. This is Rob Parisi listening to the David Bowers playing that funky music. All right. I was glad to have Rob Parisi with us and uh, so sorry to hear he is finally retiring, but um, Definitely sure deserve. He's <laughs> yeah, he's not. I uh, I spoke with him, and he is really looking forward to it with his new bride and uh, his two puppies and their boat, and uh, they're just having a grand old time. And uh, they definitely earned it, and he's earned himself a place in uh, pop music history. Right now, it's time once again for what we call Rockstar 101, a, uh, an occasional feature we have on uh, every now and then where we have an expert from the music industry from one phase or another come in, sit down and talk with us about what it takes to make a successful career in music. And today we are pleased and proud to have with us Mr. David Wall from the Good Roads Network. And uh, David, why don't you as they used to say in the old game shows, come in and sign in, please. Good afternoon, David. How you doing? Pleasure to be here. Thank you so doing much just for fine. Uh, having me online. Oh, we're so pleased to have you with us. And uh, tell us first a little bit, what is the Good Roads Network? 
So uh, Good Road Network was a concept I came up with uh, when I was touring with my band um, up and down the West Coast. And essentially, uh, you know, when you're a young band starting out, it's kind of hard to, you know, hard enough to book your neighborhood and the bars and clubs and venues that you know, and then to travel, you know, 1,300 miles uh, away and try and do the same thing with uh, the same effect is uh, was really difficult and so I kind of came up with a plan um, of how I wanted to do it and actually it uh, it kind of was spawned from like our first tour was uh, actually a uh, a nightmare everything that could possibly go wrong had gone wrong and so Good Road Network was pretty much a way that we could like solve some of those problems and kind of take it from there and develop uh, tools that would allow everybody out the door to have um, kind of the same skill set as some of the, the pros that are being managed by, you know, major labels or, or whatnot. So, uh, yeah, our first tour out the door, um, we had to borrow a, a tour van and somebody had thrown a, a rock through the window and, and broken the window on our, our van so we had all our gear loaded into a van with no window, and then we went from Seattle to uh, California during uh, a giant um, forest fire they were having in California. So we were driving through the hills and trying to check our maps to see if our road was being closed or, or whatnot. And uh, long story short, when we got back from, uh, um, from this tour, we all hated each other and we were all frustrated and we wanted to kind of like <laughs> do it again, but like figure out how we could solve some of those problems. And that's where Good Road Network came from. So you've actually, uh, you could say you've actually created a formula from experience, from your own experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been really lucky from, uh, I grew up in a kind of a hippie household where, you know, we would actually have you know, friends over and, and we'd play music and have sing-alongs. So I grew up in a very musical household. And uh, and so music has been a huge part of my life. And, and you know, I've worked at, uh, um, at uh, small record labels and uh, audio production companies. Uh, I even did some work for uh, a karaoke company. But, uh, um, yeah, I've been in lots of different facets, but I've always just felt like, you know, music was kind of my voice. And uh, it was a huge part to me. And, uh, you know, I'm really inspired by music. It just, it hits me in another level. And so it just seemed like uh, this was a direction that I, I wanted to just kind of go in. Great. And now we're going to pick your brain and have you share some of that experience and expertise with our listeners uh, who are interested in a career in music and find out from your perspective just exactly what it takes to be successful at it. Sure, sure. I'll do my. I'll uh, I'll give you any information that I can. Um, I basically look at uh, myself as um, as somebody that's just been through uh, a, a lot of experience. Um, I haven't actually uh, gone through schooling from the uh, from the musical side, but uh, for Good Road Network, since we are an online uh, um, company. Uh, I do have vast experience on the technical side, although that's probably not as a applicable. Well, it's uh, it's not something that should be overlooked because 
you know, it, it's like any other facet of any business. If you don't know all of the facets, the basics about them, how they function and how they contribute to your success, then you're not really exploiting all the facets you need to be successful. Right, right. No, I completely agree with that. And I think that we're really in a time where, um, you know, there's a there's a lot of people out there and the kind of the murmur in the in the music community is that uh, the the end of, of kind of the giants of you know the record labels and the end goal is to get signed um, and the perk uh, to that is that uh, there's a greater ability for people to get exposure um, uh, out and beyond the walls of you know their local area um, they can do it themselves the 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 kind of drawback to that is now there's this flood of all kinds of uh you know music here and and getting your music or your song to stand above um this flood of of uh, music is, is that's the trick in it i think and you definitely have to kind of think of it like a business if that's what you want to do with your with your music and that's something that we have uh, we have heard from several people who've been on uh, Rockstar 101 with us, and it's uh, we found out from talking to uh, artists over the years, and especially once we created this show three years ago, uh, that uh, you know a lot of the aspiring artists, uh, the uh, you could call them wannabes, uh, people who want to become successful in the music business don't understand that that's a uh, at at its simplest it's a, a two-pronged thing music and business they are two words because they are two completely different things that go together to make the end product yes it's one thing to know music but at the same time you darn well better know business too because that's a major part of it and uh, from your perspective an artist who is starting out now let's Let's take an, ar an artist that's, uh, you know, a little bit above the basic level. He, this artist has had some experience, is, uh, is functional, if not expert at his instrument, has played some local in-person in events, some, some live events. Where do they go from there? How do they take that next step? Well, um, you know, assuming they're... Uh you know, uh, if they want to be in a band, uh, uh, socialize with, you know, like-minded people and create it, but assuming that all that is passed and they're either a solo artist or a band and they're, you know, playing some small shows, I think that what's really important and what's always been big for me is that, um, you know, a lot of musicians will, you know, ask that people come out and, and <coughs> kind of support their shows but then they don't necessarily always, you know, go out to shows. And the network is a huge piece of it because, you know, there's that old saying, you know, uh, it's all who you know. And to some degree, that has brought, I mean, at least in my bands in the past, that has brought a lot of, uh, you know, great connections for us, um, befriending these other artists. And, and, you know, we got to a point where we weren't, uh, reliant on venues putting together shows for us, we could actually put together our own shows because we had enough of an audience and we knew the people 
we knew the music, we supported them, they supported us, their fans would come across. Um, so, I mean, I, I really think that the network is, is just such a huge part, especially when you're, when you're getting out there, is uh, go out, be seen, be part of your scene, support your scene, you know, know what your scene is like. Uh, David, th- th- this is this John. Um, I, I have been. You're actually starting to touch on something that I've been wanting to get a word in edgewise to ask you. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you sometimes you need a motivation to go out and do things that you may not be in the mood to do. It's like, oh man, I just did this yesterday. Now I got to do it today. And so, how do you motivate yourself on a you know, on a, on a virtual cloudy day, to, and and what advice would you have for others that you know that pound the pavement every day, that 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 you know chip away and chip away and chip away, and sometimes may not see at least in their perspective any positive results. Uh, how 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 do you approach that, and and how would you recommend that somebody else approach that? Man, I I swear you've been uh, looking over my shoulder. <laughs> I deal with that <laughs> quite a bit, man. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, one of the things that uh, it, it's hard, you know, because starting out, uh, Good Road Network is really new, and you know, we just launched this company this year, and, and we're growing. And and starting out, you know, there's there's peaks and there's valleys, of course. But I think what has really helped me is when I can, you know, from my company side, look back and see where we were versus where we are. Um, that really helps. I think that a lot of times people get really kind of stuck in the moment and like, you know, you know, what are we doing? And then you also have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is there something else that I could be doing to make this better? I think sometimes um, like for one uh, when I was playing uh, in my old band, I felt like, you know, I was just, I just couldn't write a song. I just couldn't do anything, you know, and I, I felt like I really know the guitar. I can play. I've been playing for years, but I actually went out and uh, kind of swallowed my pride and took lessons. And it just, it wasn't as much the lessons as it was opening up something new. So, so that I don't ramble off too far, I think to your question, I mean, look at where you've come and another, uh, like from where you are now to where, you know, you've been, look at that growth. And then another piece of that is um, you, you kind of have to have goals. You have to have something that you're, you're aiming for or you tend to want, well, at least I do. I will wander and, um, you know, I will chase one thing and then fall off and chase another thing, and then I don't have any real direction. If you have goals in mind of what you want to do with your solo career or as a band or, you know, whatever it is, then then I think it's a lot easier to kind of see the progress. What about uh, dealing with people that might say to you, you know, gee, that sounds great, but wow, don't you think you ought to be a little bit more realistic? And, and I'm not saying that you should, that that's the case with you. No, so please don't misconstrue it that way. But how do you address people that may come off as a little negatively to you, knowing full well what you have in mind, what you want to do? Well, you know, and that's, you know, that's really, that's, uh, that's funny because, I mean, it seems like, um, uh, I, I saw a comedian once who said that, you know, if you've got, uh, their, we call them haters, if you've got, uh, you know, 10 haters uh, this year, you want to make sure that you have 20 haters by next year. 
it's kind of as as much <laughs> as like it, it pushes against you. It's also kind of a, a driving factor for me personally. But I mean, there's going to be a lot of people in this world that are going to tell you what you can and can't do. And I mean, it, I might be showing my age here a little bit, but um, there was uh, oh now I've forgotten his name. But there 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 have been musical stars who have been turned down by every major recording uh, studio and get some sort of break and then become the greatest, uh, you know, artist out there. And everybody's clamoring to be a part of it. I think that you have to be, you have to be secure in that you're doing what's right for you and you can't let somebody else dictate that drive. I was, uh, you know, we were told that our music would never do anything when I was in a band and, and we actually did quite a bit. We, you know, we got on the radio stations here in, in Seattle. We did some live interviews. We got uh, interviewed and uh, played music up and down the coast. We had our, you know, um, we had all kinds of things happen for us that just that we were always told would never get there. And what I like to, to kind of use as my, my gauge is I, I would talk to a friend of mine who was struggling through something like this, and I said, Listen, you're an amazing artist, but if I told you right now definitively that you would never make another dime and you'd never be famous, would you stop being a musician? And if you can answer yes to that, then, you know, then maybe that's not the job for you. But if and you have no business most, being a musician. Right, right, because yeah. the reality is that musicians it's it's a part of us. It's more than just something we do. It's it's a part of who we are. You know, I remember years ago, I used to live in the Seattle area. Do you know where Paulsbow is? Yes, yes. Yeah, I lived in Paulsbow, and I worked in downtown Seattle. So, I, you know, I would take the ferry over, you know, back and forth every day. And, uh, you know, I can remember just not, sometimes not being in the mood. I, I did radio in, in the Seattle market. And uh, I can remember just sometimes not being up for it. I just don't want to do this today. And, uh, and especially... In September, I'd go up on top deck of the ferry and look around. The mountains would be out. The orcas would be following the the, the ferry. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm looking at this. I'm in the mood. Let's yeah. do this. Let's let's knock it down. And it, every single day. And uh, you know, I I found that to be my inspiration. And uh, you know, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I miss it out there. I miss the coffee and I miss the beer. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of those things, and you know what really helps is, uh, you know, when it's a, a beautiful day like it is today, um, it's easy to go out. There's lots of uh, festivals out here. We have a, all of my uh, friends from out of town that happen to come through comment on how there's always you know music or some sort of festival going on. In fact, my oh, old band sure. played a festival over in Tacoma uh, last night, and uh, we've got Bumbershoot, which is you know one of the largest. Um, music festivals in uh, in the U.S. coming up, and you know it's really great. And then when the winter sets in, everybody goes back into the recording studios, and that's the time to write your next album. Oh yeah, I remember. You know, there's uh, and and for those people out there that have been in the Pacific Northwest and particularly the Puget Sound area, I have never been anywhere in the world that can beat a clear, sunny day in the Pacific Northwest. It is just devastatingly beautiful 
Yeah, a lot of people think uh, we rain all the time, and uh, I think we just uh, let that myth spread so that uh, they don't drive up our rent when they move up here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we not best kept secret. Right, we've had an exceptional summer. It's been, you know, 80s and 90s, but we have that cool breeze off the water, and it's just been fantastic. There you go. All right, David, you there? Yes, I am, and uh, David, uh, David Wall. This hey, this is fun, David and David. <laughs> We're gonna have the David and David show here. This is more fun, it, it, more fun. A whole new definition of double D's. Right, it's more fun than Huntley Brinkley. <laughs> okay, David. In closing, I think we'd have to agree that uh, to be a success in music, as actually you would in any career uh you have to have a plan and right. obviously as you as you grow into it your plan is going to change and you're going to add some facets to it and uh, and color it and and you know get more detailed but for a starter if you had as anybody in this business has had uh someone come up to you and say in all sincerity I'm going to be in music. Music is going to be my career. What would you give them as a summary advice, a summary plan of how to get started? Oh, that's, uh, that's well, you know, there's lots of different facets. Um, as an artist or as a, uh, like, business, um, I think you'd have to, first off, you just, you have to love it. And it has to be, you know, it has to be that huge to you. And I know plenty of people that aren't musicians that share that kind of connection with music um, that I do. Uh, and you're going to, there's, there's going to be a business aspect to it as well. It's not just going to be uh, fun and games. So you have to be prepared. to. It's going to be a constant uh, learning, evolving um, uh, thing, but uh, stick to it. Be a part of the scene, get connected, find bands out there that are making it, uh, find people that are in the company or, or uh, somehow connected to the music industry, follow what they do. Uh, we're really blessed out here. We have great programs like uh, the Vera Project, which is they support all-age music um, out here in Seattle, Washington. And... Uh, and there's, uh, you know, there are others. We have a great support network for music, but we also have camps where people can l learn to be, you know, even at a very young age, they can get access to learning sound, learning lighting, and getting involved in it. And the community is like a family. So, uh, and I think, you know, that's probably not just here. Anywhere you go, there's going to be, you know, that there are going to be those people you run into time to time, you know, um, so become a part of the family, get involved, you know, look into uh, connecting with these people. Great advice. David, thank you so much for coming in and spending time sharing your expertise and experience with us. David Wall of the Good Roads Network. David, how do they get in touch with you and follow you? We can go online uh, to my Facebook or Twitter account. Uh, the key word is Good Road Network, one word. You can find uh, Good Road Network uh, through goodroadnetwork.com or grn.im, which is a quick URL. 
because, uh, you know, you don't want to type in Good Road Network on your mobile phone. <laughs> understand that david thank you again so much for being here with us today we've enjoyed it and uh, we'll hope to have you back again sometime in the future hey truly an honor and i would i'd love to come back and i'd like to also uh, just really quick thank uh yellow dog and uh, cherry blue storms for uh for coming on it was great listening to them and and uh, i hope to see yellow dog here in the state sometime great. that would be we do great too. And yeah. thank you so much. That's a, well said, David. Thank you once again. David Wall, the Good Road Network, ladies and gentlemen. can get to our next guest who is a pop rock icon uh, going all the way back to the 1970s he's graciously ooh, there we go let me get my tongue out of my mouth here graciously accepted our invitation to come sit and talk with us play some music and tell us what's been going on in the life of Robin McNamara. And ladies and gentlemen, he'll join us in about three minutes and four seconds right after we listen to the record that made him the star he is today. Robin McNamara, this is Lay a Little Lovin' on Me. I do.
That's Robin McNamara, lay a little loving on me on this, uh, which is about the, uh, if I've done my math right, that's about the 45th anniversary of when that was a top 20 hit in the United States. And joining us right now is the man who made it all happen. Ladies and gentlemen, bring on Mr. Robin McNamara. Welcome aboard, Robin. David, thank you so much. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that's 40, about almost 45 years ago to the day. That's yeah, that makes... That makes you what? That makes you about 46 years old now, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, listen, brother, I'll always be 15 and wondering no matter how old I get. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Hey, it is so good to have you here today. And, uh, you know, after that's one of the things I love about this show is I get to talk to the people whose records made my career and helped me raise my family uh, from spending so many years in radio. And let me tell you, I wore this one out. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate all your support over the years. Oh, I, absolutely. My pleasure, Robin. And I was doing some homework and uh, I was looking at the charts from 45 years ago today. And uh, you had yourself a uh, you had yourself a pretty nice notch there. Uh, you were in the you were in the company of, let's see, uh, with the Carpenters close to you. Uh, Brad didn't uh -huh. make it with you. Stevie Wonder, Eric Burden, Frida Payne, Three Dog Night with Jackson 5, The Temptations, The Five Stair Steps. You were in pretty heady company right there. Well, it was a fun time. I mean, the summer of 1970, I mean, the late 60s, early 70s, it was, from in my life anyway, it was a magical time, you know, being in hair on Broadway, etc. It was just a wonderful time. Well, that was one of the things that I wanted to bring out because I know uh, there are a lot of people that aren't familiar with that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run through a little bit of your uh, your history here for them, uh, which okay. is as I have it. In '63, you were in tenth grade in high school. You and correct me if I've got any of this wrong, please don't hesitate. But you formed your own rock and roll group with a few school buddies and called right. yourself Robin and the Hoods. That's right, Robin. Okay, <laughs> and believe it or not, they were performing in the New England area. So, I mean, that's about, isn't that about as close to uh, Robin Hood Sherwood Forest as you can actually get? I mean, come yeah, on. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> well, I grew up in the Boston area, so, I mean, that, that's how that all came about. Well, that'll, uh, that'll break my co-host's heart because he was too. Uh, John Bon Jovial, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Did, did you, uh, when, when you were with Robin and the Hoods, did you play? Man, by I can, I can, I can, I can hear the Boston accent, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, did you, by chance, did you play at Newton North High School? That's where I went to high school. I sure did. Yeah, you know what? I, I then I then then I I was there. I saw you. Well, what you I went. What you I went to there? I went to Newton South. 
but I remember hearing that you were going to be playing there, and me and a couple of friends of ours, we, you know, choked up and then went over and saw you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well, at that time, I was probably in my band called Smoke. Um, matter of fact, Newton South, I, I graduated in 65, and they were just building Newton South High School at that point in time. <laughs> I think yeah, I, I, my, my junior or senior year is when they finished it, I think. I graduated in 69, so I'm not that far behind you. And I, how about our Red Sox? They're god-awful this year. Oh, man, I, I'm a Red Sox fanatic. I come, from the day, I come from the days of going to Fenway Park and watching Williams and left, Jensen and right, uh, uh, Jensen and right, and Pearsall in center. Oh, absolutely! Oh. I remember. I remember that too. And 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 unfortunately, my my cohort and one of my dearest friends in life, Mr. David Bowers, is an obnoxious Yankee fan. Oh God! <laughs> don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Oh, we hate the Yankees. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine how John and I have been friends for almost as long as it's been since you had your hit. John and I've been together over forty years, and uh, oh, he, he's a diehard Red Sox fan. I'm a diehard Yankee fan. We fight tooth and nail, and uh, we're still speaking to each other. So I, I guess we're the only ones that will put up with each other. I don't know. But That's gonna be, go, that's going gonna back be in, the, in the late 60s now, Robin, you relocated to New York City and had a very special thing happen to you when you, uh, you became a cast member of a Broadway musical. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, like I said, I was performing around New England with the bands, with different bands. My favorite band was actually called Smoke. And then, anyway, I went down in 65 or 6, right after, right after high school I went down. I graduated in 65. So, and, and uh, I, was going, I was looking at going to college to major in meteorology, of all things, because I always was fascinated with, with the personality of the atmosphere. I love weather and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, long story short, I went down to New York. With uh, at that at that time, my ex-wife and my infant son, and uh, we moved in with her relatives in Jersey, and I started auditioning myself, picking up the Village Voice, going into the city every day, New York City every day, and at the same time, I was working in a car wash, and and I was just going into the city, and I'd see ads in the Village Voice for like looking for singer for this, singer for that, whatever, and uh, before hair began, I. You know, I answered about six ads, four, five or six ads, and it to be. And what was amazing, I actually got four offers. One was how legitimate they all were. I don't know because I didn't pursue them all. But one of them was real legitimate because I, I signed with New Beat Manage, Management, which was Mark Allen, who who had Tommy James and the Sean Bells and a bunch of other acts. And he was the one that turned me on to Jeff Barry. And, and Jeff Barry, you know, he he was my he isn't was and still is my mentor, my college. He, he taught me everything I, I ever learned about production and, and songwriting. And, uh, I, and I auditioned for him. Mark Allen set up an audition for him. And, and we, um, I invited a buddy down from Boston. To, him and I started writing songs together. And we presented Jeff with some ideas. And that's where Lay of the Love and Omni started. I'm, I'm I'm really making a long story short here, but anyway, and at that time I was still actually working in the car wash, but while while we I was recording Lay a Little Loving on Me, um, Mark Allen's secretary, my manager's secretary, said to me, Robin, why don't you go audition for Hair? And I said, you know, cause we'll, and I said, what's Hair? Yeah, I had no clue, <laughs> you know, and she explained it to me, and so you know that shoot, they were trying to, you know, I, we, I like I said, we were in the process of recording this song. And and so I did. I went down to audition, and 
and I got, you know, it took about three months to land the job, but because I kept getting called back, called back, called back. And finally, I got, I got the job. And it, 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 like I said, it, it was turned out to be a magical, wonderful time in my life. You know, oh, and, absolutely. You know, and, and then on top of all that, you know, I, I, I was so I was in hair before the song ever came out. And then finally, the song was released. It was actually released December of 69. It became a, um, a, a summertime hit in 1970. So it took a while to catch on. The Drake chain finally went on it and everything. And so that, but it, so I had to leave the show for a while to go on tour, et cetera, et cetera. But that's how that all started. It was, yeah, it, I'm really it, surprised you didn't. Uh, I'm really surprised that you didn't record a song from the show. It seems like almost everybody else at the time was doing some song from from Hair. It was, you know, well, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, that that the cast album was number one. I don't know for how long, uh, thirty weeks, or some outrageous thing. I think it still holds some sort of record, you know, and. Hair itself, the play, is to this day, as far as I, if I get my information correct, is the only play in history to have 33 running companies around the world at the same time. Wow. Yeah. It was an awesome show, or it still is an awesome show for that matter, and uh, really, really must be a special place in your heart. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, you know, you work in... Understand this. I'm working with people like Ben Vereen, Melba Moore, Heather McRae, Diane Keaton, uh, Keith Carradine. And they, this is before they were all famous. We were just kids running around New York trying to, you know, make money, you know, right. land, land jobs. They were, all, right. they were all in the show. They, all, they, they were all in hair. And it was just, a, you know, and we had a reunion, well, our 40th reunion, I don't know, a few years back in New York. And it was like we all never left each other. You know, was That's awesome. family was... The family was back together, you know? Yeah, that's that's when it's really good, and you know you've really made it. Because uh, it's one thing to be a success in a, in a business, in a career. It's another thing to have friends. And when you can keep them together for 40 years, well, John and I say the same thing. I mean, you got something special when you can keep that going for 40 years and still feel like you never split up. Oh yeah, it, even, it, it is. It, it is kind of a even though there's thing. times I want to kill him, but you know, hey, you know how that goes. <laughs> well, it's usually only during the baseball season. I mean, yeah, come on. right. I understand. <laughs> Believe me, I'm well aware of the New York Boston rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that was a. You mentioned another thing that I want to. I want to point out because uh, some of our listeners may not be totally familiar with the name, but uh, your introduction to produ- uh, to producer Jeff Berry, uh, we have a. Uh, we have a competition going on right now where we're taking uh, we're taking releases from independent artists who would like to have a professional recording mix. Uh, we have uh, the uh, Grammy Award-winning producer uh, Stuart Epps has uh, graciously offered a free recording set or a free mix session to the winner of our competition, and he will be wow. selecting from everybody that enters my uh, my contest here. And uh, wow. while we're talking producers, Jeff Berry's name is another one that uh, the artist he's worked with is uh, reads like a rock hall of fame in himself. Tell us a little bit about uh, your work with Jeff Berry. Well, like I said, Jeff Barry, he's he's my mentor. I mean, he he taught me everything I knew about production, recording, songwriting, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, and uh, I mean, he him and Donnie Kirshner were the brains and the concept behind the Monkees. Jeff has produced Neil Diamond, um, Andy Kim, 
And in the early days, you know, he, him and Phil Spector and Ellie Greenwich, Jack's ex-wife, they wrote all the hits for the Crystals, the Ronettes, the Shangri-Las. And, I mean, his credits go on and on and on. I'm just, you know, and he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, I mean, you know, he, and I, it was just an honor. That man, like, I, I can't say it enough. I mean, what, I, what I've learned from him is just an honor. And I think back at the times we had together, we drove across. When, when, when Carson moved to, Johnny Carson moved to L.A., and I think it was 1970. Yeah, I think it was 69, 70. All the business left New York and went to Los Angeles. Well, Jeff moved out to Los Angeles. And me, Jeff Barry, and Bobby Bloom, you know, the kid that had Montego Bay, well, Jeff produced him also. And, uh, um, you know, we all drove out to L.A. together because people think he was definitely had already bought a home out there in Bel Air. And, you know, so we all, we drove across country together. So, I mean, some of the memories I have of Jeff Barry are just phenomenal. And, and what's really weird is we've, we've just kind of reunited 45 years after on, a, on an old song that him and I wrote 45 years ago called Mary Jane and Me. I sent you a copy of it. And, and uh, we're going to play it in just a couple of minutes here. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, the thing of the story behind that song is, is that was the last, you know, on Steve Records, that was Jeff Barry's label. And right. The last song, the last song that was ever, rec- that was recorded on Steve Records was Mary, Janie, and Me. We, like I said, we wrote, we wrote that together, me, Jeff, and Neil Goldberg, 40, about 45 years ago. And, and, and the, and the trays like Billboard, Cashbox, and Record World, they all picked, they, because the song is about a menage a trois. And the thing about it is, they, they, all the, hey all the, and and the people all picked it, you know, the, to hit. You know, all the trades picked it to hit. But the, but at that time, the radio stations were afraid of it. But in today's day and age, a song like that is a cartoon compared to what they're getting away with on the radio. Exactly. <laughs> You're absolutely right. John and I have talked many times about the stuff you hear on radio today. Heck, we got fired for thinking less than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and another thing too is a lot of people thought of, thought the song was about marijuana because of the title "Mary Janie and Me." Right, and, and, right. You know, but you know, when you listen to it and you hear the lyrics, you realize no, it's about a whole different drug. <laughs> well, I think I think back you know, to. I, uh, no, I was just going to say, I think, say I think back to uh, my uh, my first firing in the radio business. I, it was a little station in upstate New York that uh, is still in existence, so I won't mention it by name, uh, even though I'm sure the owner is long gone. Uh, but I was fired from uh, from that for playing a record because the owner thought it was way too raunchy for that station to play. And uh, just uh, the punchline is, that song was Little Latin Lupe Lou by the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Yeah, oh, that well, was you a, know, I can uh, remember. Yeah. You know, I remember years ago when I was on uh, WSUN in Tampa, and I can remember reading a PSA for some local church that was having their annual bazaar, and I said, you know, so, you know, Thus and such churches having uh, the local bazaar, and I paused and said, and it probably will be, and I just went on from there, and I got reprimanded for that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I times, is, Dylan was right, the times they are a-changing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, know, I'm, glad I'm, you, uh, I'm glad you led into Jeff Berry, your Jeff Berry connection, and uh, the song, as I said, we're going to play it next here, and... Uh, You've Thank already you so much. 
you've already done what I was going to ask you to do next, and that was to tell us a little bit about the song. So I want to take this moment to thank you for being with us here today. And uh, it, it is just such a treat to talk to uh, to talk to you and the and the artists that uh, we grew up. Uh, we cut our teeth on playing your records for so many years. Uh, you mentioned Tommy James. We've had him on several times and wow. uh, had some had some great talks about his uh, his book, Me, the Mob, and the Music, which is being turned into a uh, a play and uh, possibly wow. a movie. I know they're, they're working on scripts for that right now. So, uh, yeah, it is well, I really... I wish him out of luck. Tommy's a good guy. I, I, hope, I hope it works out for him. He is. Uh, we've had some. Uh, we've had some great chats. As a matter of fact, I remember uh, uh, Tommy and I have both had uh, had some uh, considerations of our hearts for various reasons, and uh, I mean physical considerations. And I remember when I was talking to Tommy. It wasn't on the air. It was when we were talking, setting up the show schedule. Uh, we were talking one time, and he he had heard me mention the fact that I had had heart work, and uh, he asked me about oh, that. Sure. And uh, we talked about, uh, you know, that that nuclear stress test they make you run through, and uh, yeah. what a I, I mentioned what a pain that was. Now I hated it, and he told me he did too. He said, uh, as a matter of fact, he said I had a heart attack while I was on the test. So, <laughs> oh man, I, did, I didn't know that. I haven't talked to Tommy in years, and and I'm so so sorry to hear about your plight, boy. Uh, I, because I remember while we were setting up this interview, of, uh, you know, over the over the past couple of months or whatever, you also had an eye problem. And David, I'm, I feel so bad. I I'm hope everything's smooth for you now. Yeah, everything seems to be uh, seems to be going well. My heart is clicking right away. Uh, I had oh, the cat I had the cataract surgery so that I can you know I can see better now. I can actually read my own notes. I don't have to memorize everything. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful news. I want I wish you I wish you nothing but wonderful good health, David. Ah, uh, thank you so much, and we wish you the same too. Before we let you go, tell everybody how they can find you, get in touch with you, and uh, uh, and as we're going to show them in a minute, the fact that you, uh, you haven't been sitting around just, uh, lazing around living off royalties of laying a little loving on me. You're still, uh, you're still in the business. You've got a new release coming out and we're going to play that. Tell them how to yeah, find well, you. Well, what, what I'm doing now is I, I just joined, I, I put a, put a, putting a show together with a group called the headliner band. They're all wonderful top shelf quality musicians and singers. Um, and also the song that you're going to play now, Mary Janie and Me, it's a remake that Jeff come out of retirement to produce. And uh, so that's it. And as far as like getting a hold of me, you can go to uh, lynnpintoptripod.com. I don't have my own web. This, this is like a 60s and 70s website. L-P-I-N-T-O-P dot T-R-I-P-O-D dot com. lynnpintoptripod.com. And uh, that that's a 60s and 70s kind of uh, um, for uh, us old rockers kind of site. And they put up they put up on a they they put together a much better looking site than I ever was. <laughs> so that's how I go with them. <laughs> oh, I know. I know that feeling, and Robin, you, we have a, uh, actually, I have uh, three Facebook pages. We have one that's uh, uh, primarily uh, about the award show, and uh, I have another one that's just music discussion in general. Feel free to go on there, uh, post the information on how to contact you, uh, information oh. on your new releases. Uh, as one of our mottos here on the David Bowers Awards is self-promotion is encouraged. So by all means. <laughs> well, okay. Well, uh, you, uh, thank you, David. Before I hang up, I just wanted to, I forgot one thing. I am doing a show uh, August 11th with 
Katie Geddes, who's a wonderful friend, and, and Dan Reynolds, David Ramon Vaughn, and Deborah Wood. Those are uh, it, it's like the Katie Geddes Quartet up at the Ark in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, next Wednesday night. And uh, she has, she has a, um, a beautiful CD out called We Are Each Other's Angels. And they're, they're all great singers, and I'm looking forward to that. I just have forgotten to mention that, but I'm I'm glad I'm glad I got it. You say self promotion is the name of the game, so I'm trying to promote. Oh, it we we encourage it. As I said, we've got those other two websites there. Then the Facebook, they're up there specifically for that. Feel free to go on there, uh, drop your promotional items. Let us know what's going on. Please stay in touch. We'll look forward to having you back again on the show in the near future as well. Thank you, David. And again, thank you so much for all your support. But, but before I hang up, I got one more thing to say. Go Red Sox. Hey, Bon John. <laughs> hey, hell yes. Hell yes. Maybe go Red Sox next year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, brother. We'll wait till next year. We've heard that all our lives. <laughs> All our lives. That's right, <laughs> Thanks again, Robin McNamara. A blast having you on the show. We'll You're very welcome, back. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. This will be the new release from Robin McNamara. It's called Mary, Janie, and Me.
And for those of you, for those of you who tuned in late, that is not the latest number one from Jamaica. <laughs> that's hard to believe. That's yeah, it's got a nice uh, reggae beat to it. It really does. Oh yeah, it's hard to believe that's Robin McNamara that did lay a little love it on me. And when yeah. you think of when you think of some of the stuff that uh, Jeff Berry produced over the years, especially going back to his days with Phil Spector and Ellie Greenwich from the uh, you know, from all the writers there in New York City, it's it, that's that's really neat. I like it. That, that that's got a chance of be bringing back Robin. He may be back on the road with a hit record there. But uh, our audience got a world premiere the first time. Play it on the air. You heard it right here on the David Bowers Awards. Mary, Janie, and me by Robin McNamara, our uh, special guest today. And we thank him very much, along with all of our guests who are with us today. We'd like to thank them, uh, of course, Robin McNamara and uh, Sergey from Yellow Dog in the Ukraine and Deb and Glenn from the Cherry Blue Storms. Glad to have you all with us. I think we had a fun show in spite of a couple little technical glitches. That seems to be uh, a way of life here on Internet Radio. There's always some little glitch coming along, and uh, my voice is going away. So, <laughs> fortunately, we're going down the home stretch here. Be sure and visit our guests at their websites and their social media pages. Follow them comment to them. They love to hear from you because you are the reasons that they do what they have been doing and why they keep on doing it. Without you, there is no they, and I wouldn't have a job because there would be no music to play. So yeah, stay in touch with them. They love hearing from you. Tell them what you think of their music and bottom line, be sure and buy their music. Okay. In the coming weeks here on the V. David Bowers Awards, you're going to hear uh, Joy Collins. We've got a man named Misha Shalhas who's going to surprise you with some beautiful music. You're going to hear a rock band from Portugal will be with us. And uh, we're also going to have White Boy Slim back, among many others. So keep that in mind. We'll look forward to seeing you next month. John Bon Jovial, take us home. I shall now apply my golden mellifluous tones to the ending of this program. <laughs> uh, again, folks, just want to remind you, uh, please don't forget to order your official The David Bowers Awards t-shirts on our website. And that uh, site, of course, is www.thedavidbowers.com. And artists, please be sure to send in your EPKs to David at thedavidbowers.com. Dot com for a chance to appear on the show. The David Bowers Awards is produced by The David Bowers for Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and our studios along the Colorado River in beautiful Bullhead City, Arizona. It's available for free download worldwide on Blog Talk Radio. Also, you can find us on iTunes. 365 Internet Radio, CMG Global Radio, BFM, that's B-E-E-F-M, and Renegade Femme Radio. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And be sure to join The David Bowers Awards next month, Sunday, September 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 a.m. Pacific, when our guests will include Maggie Thorne, Misha Shelhas, and from Portugal, a band called Brantner. 
Uh, we've also got the return of White Boy Slim, an exciting show, a great lineup, and we're going to have all kinds of other things that we probably haven't even thought about yet. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards online and to find everything first, maybe even before we do. Until then, for the David Bowers Awards, Nick the Geek, Hopalong, Sarcassity, and all of our crew of, uh, I can't even talk. See, I'm one of those crew of rejects right now. This is John Bon Jovial saying thanks. Thanks a lot for listening, folks, and we will see you next month.